Well, since 6 o'clock this evening, we've been reading the Bible, and as these hymns capture and express biblical truth, we've been singing the Bible. In our reading and in our singing the Bible, we've been reading and singing history. Now, we've all probably heard the expression that history is his story. Although that expression can be viewed and thought of as clever and cute, it nonetheless reflects an important reality. You see, as history, the Bible isn't primarily a book of rules, nor is it a book about heroes. Rather, as history, the Bible is most of all a story. Now, there are lots of stories in the Bible, but all of these stories from start to finish Tell one big story. Our central focus this evening has been on a particular part of this one big story. The advent, the coming of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. It's the story of the incarnation. God becoming man, the word of God becoming flesh. It's the story of the birth of Jesus. And Christmas is the celebration of the birth of Jesus Christ. But the biblical story of the birth of Jesus Christ isn't sentimental. Rather, it's sobering. Well, how do we know that? By asking and answering one simple question. Why did Jesus, the one whose very name means he will save his people from their sins, why did this Jesus come? In his own words, Jesus came to seek and to save the lost. He came not to call the righteous, but sinners. He did not come to call the righteous, but sinners to repentance. And since the Bible makes it clear that all we like sheep have gone astray and that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, Jesus' call to repent goes out to everyone. In the words of the Apostle Paul, when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son, born of woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law. He writes to Timothy, telling him that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Jesus came to redeem. Jesus came to save. And in order to redeem and to save, Jesus had to die. For it was through death that he would destroy the one who has the power of death, that is the devil, and deliver all those who through fear of death were subject to lifelong slavery. The Apostle John makes it unmistakably clear. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. In a word, Jesus was born to die. Jesus is not a sentimental savior. Rather, he came to pick a fight. He came to destroy his enemy and deliver his friends. Destruction and deliverance are not sentimental, but sober matters. For as Sinclair Ferguson writes, The coming of Jesus is a disturbing event of the deepest proportions. And for the full context of that quote, make sure and read the something to think about quote on page 14, the last 
page of this program. We've been talking about history, about his story, but we can't stop there. For we need to also talk about your story. While history is not all about you, it nonetheless is about you. And your response to his story, the story of Jesus, forms your story. Your response to the story of Jesus, to Jesus himself, is either a response of rejection or a response of reception. There's no other option available. As was just read a few minutes ago, he came to his own and his own people did not receive him. But to all who did receive him, who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And just as Jesus divides our calendars, Jesus divides people. People either reject Jesus or people receive him. People like you and me. And so the coming of Jesus, the Christmas story, is anything but sentimental. Therefore, you need to make sure that sentimentality is not the basis of either your rejection of Jesus or your reception of Jesus. Rather, your response to Jesus needs to be based on truth. When it comes down to what's really important, not just this time of the year, but all year, we don't need a little Christmas, nor do we need to have a merry little Christmas. Rather, what we all need is a big rescue. And that's what we get in Jesus. For Jesus did not come to make good people better. Jesus came to make dead people alive. We don't need so much to be home for Christmas as we need to come home to the God who made us. And at home with God is where Jesus promises to take us. And so for those of you who have been rescued and are being brought home by Jesus, your story cannot be separated from his story. For as the Apostle Paul declares, I have been crucified with Christ it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave his life for me. By faith in Jesus Christ, the one who gave his life for our life, his story becomes our story. And so today, as we look back to this first advent, and as we look forward to the second advent of Jesus Christ, may the song that our hearts and voices sing sound like this. Come, thou long-expected Jesus, born to set thy people free from our fears and sins release us. Let us find our rest in thee. Come to earth to taste our sadness. He whose glories knew no end. By his life he brings us gladness. Our redeemer, shepherd, friend. Leaving riches 
without number, born within a cattle stall. This, the everlasting wonder. Christ was born, the Lord of all.